check one, check two, video running. It's G from the Academy with the fast fingers of Yanka typing away in the background here. Yeah, it's the sound of busyness as she solves Facebook's problems for them and Google's problems for them. Basically, if anyone's got any problems, they can send her. <laughs> oh, it's classified. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. It's it it, and I didn't say it's classified either, right? So, <laughs> what was that film? Uh, Spies like us, the Chevy Chase one, where uh, Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd are the spies, and they get everything wrong. Well, that's me, right? I am the perfect cross mix of. Uh, Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd mm. <clears throat> with a bit of Ghostbusters thrown in, right? Um, Dan Aykroyd was in Ghostbusters, right? I think he was. Who was that other guy? Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah, he was funny. He was funny as well. Are those people still alive? I imagine they are. Oh, Bill Murray is. He was in that zombie movie, right? Um, the, um, zombie land, right? Did you see that? It was funny. Anyway, so many zombie movies, so little time. There we go. What's your favorite answers on a postcard? Um, what's your favorite? Oh, <laughs> what are you eating over there? Is that the spicy cheese? Mm, spicy cheese with with spicy cheese with garlic pate. Mm. Mm, that's nice. That's nice. Uh, <laughs> is that healthy? Is that healthy to eat that? I don't know about those processed foods. If that's kind of is that just not just the illusion of health to a certain extent. I don't know. Well, patty always reminds me of cat food. Um, but <laughs> finally minced. We finally managed to mince it. Right. Mm. It might be. Uh, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, how are you? How's it going? You doing okay? Mm. Are you coping with being locked up? Are they letting you out? Are you getting your daily exercise? Don't worry, the striped t-shirts are in the post. Um, I'm sure your, your government will be fitting you with a uniform soon enough. Don't worry, they have endless amounts of funds. And when they run out of money, they borrow more based on your children's future. How cool is that, huh? How nice, how nice that children are born into debt-filled societies that they have to work hard to repay. Meanwhile, every four years we vote in a new group of monkeys who make the same mistakes as the old group. Probably because they're all members of the same extended family. But anyway, that's the way it goes. Yanka's like, what are you talking about? I know exactly what I'm talking about. 
baboons. Your boobs? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, you know, I, a bit of a secret, right? When I do these recordings, um, right? Secret, secret, like like your work, yeah. Um, I've got um, bits of tissue paper stuffed in my ears, uh, so I can't hear things properly. Um, the idea is that it helps it helps me focus, because uh, sometimes the neighbour plays music and uh, it gets on my chest a bit. So um, there we go. Little, little, little secrets, little secrets, and I don't have I, I couldn't find anything else to stick in my ears. Although I, I did think about those little one things at the at the end of the earphones, just just like ramming them in. But then I thought it might get stuck in, and I might not be able to get them out, and that would be a bit of a disaster. So um, there we go. It's, it's that or wear a crash helmet, uh, something like that. You've 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 sidetracked me um, down a little alleyway there. Anyway, um, I hope you're all. Uh, I hope you're all coping with um, the health crisis. I hope you're all uh, getting your vitamins, min minerals. <laughs> Just <laughs> don't eat too quickly. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you got to get those vitamins. Gotta get those vitamins and minerals into your body. Make sure you get your fruit and your veg. Get your fish, your fish oils. Apparently fish and red wine is a pretty healthy diet, but I guess that depends which fish and which red wine you're drinking. Um, you're not aware of that one? No? Well, my... <laughs> Well, my, my mother is counterbalanced by my father, right? I mean, her, her fish and red wine is counterbalanced with his whiskey and uh, and uh, fried breakfast, which is like everything that everybody didn't eat the day before, just kind of <laughs> thrown into a big pan and cooked up and, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'm not one for a big breakfast, really. I am. Um, prefer something light. If there's a bit of cream, a cup of coffee with cream as is uh, is just just fine for me. And maybe an apple. Apples are always nice. So, um, but I just <laughs> focus on your secrets. Focus on <laughs> focus on saving the world over there, right? Remember, people are counting on you. Yep. That's it. People are depending on you. Your country needs you. That was the uh, mantra. It was a British mantra, wasn't it? World War Two. Your country. No, it wasn't the British. It was the American one. Your country needs you. Or was that World War One? I? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It was the Uncle Sam. It was the Uncle Sam poster. Yeah. Uh, interesting story behind that as well. 
and all the corporations that the American military was fighting for. Um, Reed Smedley Butler, wars, a racket. Yanka thinks he's got a funny name, so does Will, but uh, some people do have funny names, it's true. It's very true. Uh, anyway, anyway, um, my name's G, I represent the Academy <laughs> for what it's worth. Um, you can find more information under my name on uh, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, also under the Academy of Language Therapy and Life Coaching on YouTube. Uh, visit those sites while they still exist as the beast with wrath comes. For he knows time is short. Anyway, if you hop over to uh, Twitter, um, you can see the... Uh, the thoughts spinning through my head today. How frightening was that? Yeah. Um, you can join me for a short walk. A little video that I took as I went through the woods today. Getting my fresh air. Um, <laughs> still interesting the way that people jump to the side, giving you like five to seven meters of space as you jog through the woods. Um, slightly, um, a slight, slight, slight overreaction to whatever is happening, I think. Um, meanwhile, in other news, um, the Made Murray Project is just hopping and popping and bopping along there. Um, catch the latest uh, one-minute clips online or uh, catch the full interviews where... Um, Leaders in local business talk about their businesses and how they're struggling through the crisis. Everybody's finding their own way to survive and get by and uh, we can learn from others. And that's the whole point of it, right? Um, also, I mentioned uh, staying healthy. You know, you need to take care of yourself so that you can take care of others, right? So, um, and related to that i think it's quite interesting that to to know and care is a far better approach to life to like and need things and yeah, it's the difference between wants and needs essentially that i'm pointing out there which is that we all have things that we want but we don't really need a lot of them yeah. simplify to clarify I think is the uh, subtext there. Um, also, as well as simplifying to clarify, you've got to look in the right places for the right information. A lot of people sitting and waiting for things to come to them. It's not really going to happen, is it? Besides, there's always a price that you pay, you know, whenever somebody offers you something for nothing. It's not really for nothing. Everything's got its price, either in, if it's not in money, it's in energy, or it's in time, or, or it's in something else, some future kind of obligation. 
Um, anyway, I have been trying to get out and about the last couple of days and get my get my fresh air in, get my walk down the beach. Um, so, if you can, you know, get out, take a walk, go to the forest, go down the beach, find a little bit of space, find your own place if you can. If you're in the cities, then just all crowd to the parks then, right? Because that's a really safe and sane and sensible thing to do when authorities say, oh no, you can't. It's funny watching what's happening in the the US right now. I say funny, it's not like funny, haha, it's just odd that you've got these states right next to each other. And one state is like, nobody's allowed out, everybody's locked out and, and you have to protect the world. And then the state next door is like, hey, go to work if you want, yeah, see what happens, you know, live with it. Um, live and let live. That's what I say, if you can. Anyway, I want to uh, chat with you about some stories that uh, have been highlighted recently. Um, in order to do that, I might, I might have to enlarge the text on this video here so that you can see it properly. Mm. Otherwise it will be small and invisible. Does it matter? Do you care? If you're listening to the audio version, I guess it doesn't make a damn difference at all. Um, however, I always find it interesting that every time I try to do one of these presentations, um, Google just decides, well, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> we're not going to, we're not going to let you have access to your Facebook. Why not? <laughs> we're not going to. We're not going to allow you to scroll up, scroll down, scroll left, scroll right, enlarge, reduce, do anything, uh, whatever. YouTube lies, damned lies, and coronavirus statistics. James Corbett report. Absolutely essential. Must watch, must watch, must watch. Um, um, a well-spent hour of your time as he uh, collects together various news reports and explains where the sanity and senses and uh, a little bit of where the insanity lies as well. Uh, second video you need to watch is VAXXED2, The People's Truth. Um, a group of intrepid reporters jump on a bus and scoot around America interviewing parents who are unhappy with the results of the vaccination. It's real people with real problems, and uh, what else can I say? Do your duty. Go watch it. Meanwhile, meanwhile, stationgossip.com reports coronavirus could take five years to bring under control, warns the WHO's chief scientist. Dun dun dun, chief scientist. Therefore, uh, we can't argue with them, can we? Can you see the text okay? Is it big enough? There we go. Right. No escape. There's no escape. Anyway, text reads, it could be four to five years before COVID-19 pandemic is under control. 
A senior global health official has said, but then again, you don't know really who she is, you don't know what her background is, you don't know who's paid her, you don't know what she's basing her statistics on, but you trust her, right? But with hopes of an end to the pandemic dependent on containing the virus and development of an effective vaccine, uh, question mark, other experts have dampened expectations of putting a date on curbing the virus. Have you forgotten already? Remember, it was just like, we'll go two weeks. It's just two weeks. We just need two weeks to make sure that we don't overload the hospitals and, and then everything will be able to return to normal. And then after two weeks, it was, ah, oh, well, you know, it hasn't quite gone to plan. So we're going to have to have another two weeks and then another two weeks and then another two weeks. And now it's five years. <laughs> it's five years. All right. The level of crime that exists within society is the level of crime that you allow to exist. There you go. There are globally more than 4.3 million confirmed coronavirus cases, even though we don't have proper tests. I added the last bit. With death toll now approaching 300,000, because we're just adding in all the people in, in care homes and anyone who gets eaten by a shark. And, um, you know, if you fall out of an airplane, it's all due to COVID. No. So, uh, sad but true. And then if you're a doctor and you make a video and you're eloquent and you put it on YouTube, YouTube will delete it within about three hours um, because, you know, that's fair and balanced and allowing people to see all sides, right? <sighs> anyway, this lady's name is Soyuma Swaminai. I can't pronounce that. I don't know. The World Health Organization's chief scientist told FT's Global Boardroom Digital Conference, I would say in a four to five year time frame, we would be looking at controlling this. Didn't say that at the beginning, did they? No, they, they, they kept that one up their sleeve, sleeves, like, a, like the magicians they are, the magi. Oh, working for the majesty. Influential factors include whether the virus matures, the containment procedures put in place, the development of the vaccine, how completely ignorant and stupid the populations are, etc., etc. I added the last part. Um, well, she's an expert. She must know what she's talking about, right? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> you know, it's amazing the, the number of professionals that really don't invest in their profession. I mean, how many doctors have watched vaccine films, right? How, how many? They probably haven't watched any. They've probably been scared away from watching them because, oh my God, what if something's wrong somewhere, right? Hmm. What's in the pills anyway? Where do the pills come from? <laughs> Does anybody know? Does anybody really know? But but don't worry because uh, don't worry because big pharma is coming to save us. Trump has named his vaccine czar, who is a former executive of big big pharma. There you go. That that's what you need, right? Because hmm. Hmm. anyway.
Um, read the text. Focus. Subtitled The Betrayal because um, Trump promised to investigate vaccines. Now he's forcing everyone to get them. The people have been screwed royally. Um, Trump is not your savior, unfortunately. Um, Trump is about to name the vaccine czar. Wait, when did we start calling these people czars? Anyway, to run Operation Warp Speed. Why not just get that actor who played James T. Kirk? What was his name? Well, you should get William Shatner to be the vaccine czar. And, you know, he can run Operation Warp Speed and save the world. <sighs> A fast-track scheme to distribute 300 million untested, unsafe vaccines across America before the end of the year. That doesn't sound like suicide at all, does it? The person being named... To the position is a former executive with GlaxoSmithKline, a criminal corporation that admitted to a large-scale felony bribery scheme in its $3 billion settlement with the Department of Justice. GSK's bribery scheme involved 44,000 doctors. GSK bribed 44,000 doctors in the United States alone. It's beyond belief, isn't it? <laughs> They're not on your side. They're not on your side. With no qualms about doing business with corporate felons, Pres President Trump, President, President, the resident president is now jumping into bed with big pharma criminals to turn the American people into human guinea pigs in order to push big farmer profits and try to boost the stock market in time for the November elections. Um, it's not going to have a good result. And instead of choosing to work with a corporation that has no criminal record, he chose the vaccine maker that has the worst criminal record across the entire vaccine industry to run the program. You see, you could have chosen Robert F. Kennedy Jr., right? But you didn't. You had a chance. You had a choice. You got it wrong. Sad, really. Sad, really. But then, most of what passes for logic today is just sticking your dick in a blender, really. So, uh, sad. It's sad. Meanwhile, in Australia, the National Football League has announced that if you want to play professional sport, you have to take the flu vaccine. If you do not take the flu vaccine, then you are removed from your team and cannot play. Um, hurrah! Well done. Well done, guys. Um, that's <laughs> There's freedom of choice for you. Take these chemicals. Take a vaccine that's never worked. The flu vaccine has never worked in history. There's no, there's no, and, and never mind a COVID vaccine. How can you take a vaccine for a lung problem? I mean, that's, 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 that, that's beyond belief as well, right? So, um, virtual insanity, right? Um, I mean, <laughs> would you like to comment over there? Would you like to comment? No? We don't take a vaccine mm. for 
Okay, okay. So um, the thing about COVID is that it, it, it comes out as a representative problem within the lungs for a lot of people. And uh, there's no, never been a vaccine that's been able to counter that. Um, in fact, there doesn't appear to be a vaccine that's been able to counter anything from all the statistics and information that I've read. Um, especially if you're trying to predict a future problem. It's different if you're like going to India for a holiday and you're going to be breathing different air, eating different food and um, living in, within sort of different viral bacteria environment, whatever. Right, and, and the general levels of cleanliness in that country are not up to standard anyway, so um, it does make some kind of sense there. However, it definitely doesn't make sense to give children under the age of two about 60 different vaccines when their immune system hasn't developed yet. Um, meanwhile, that's okay. And it, you can't, you couldn't possibly go wrong using an untried, untested vaccine and having complete, um, what's the word? Deniability, liability. You can't, you can't, you can't prosecute the people. I mean, that, 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 that couldn't possibly go wrong, could it? It just, it's just, if you were going to, if you were going to cook disaster, that would just, that would be the, those would be the perfect ingredients that you would put in the pot. So, um, Anyway, yay, you can't play professional sport unless you get a vaccine now. So, um, hurrah, especially an untested one that's never worked because the flu vaccine has never worked. And then when they have given it, um, the studies that I've already presented in previous shows show that it increased infection rates by 10 to 20%. So, um, you know, what do you expect? What do you expect? Gold Coast Titans pair Bruce Cartwright and Brian Kelly have been given 48 hours to decide whether or not they will accept the flu jab. Um, I like how they call it the flu jab. It's basically um, chemicals and nobody knows really what's in it. Probably lots of adjuvants and, you know, that just creates toxicity within the body, right? Um, um, anyway, they, they, won't, they won't be able to play. So there, there you go. Um, uh, why are they forcing people to get something that's never been proven to work? It's, 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 it's not a good road to go down. The NRL's reported request for unvaccinated players to be cleared to play in... What? Was shut down. Oh, they're not allowing unvaccinated players to play. Well, that's it. Let's just destroy the careers of these players. Um, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. If everyone else is vaccinated then they're safe, right? That's why you get the vaccine, right? You get the vaccine so that you're, you get, you're okay. Ah, oh, no, no, but you see, it doesn't work like that because, because the vaccine doesn't enter the body. The virus within the vaccine doesn't enter the body the same way the virus would naturally enter the body. But they don't tell you that, do they? They don't explain that to you. 
and they don't give you a list of ingredients and they don't give you a little insert where you can read all the possible side effects that goes on for pages and pages and pages. <sighs> right? Right? Meanwhile, they also don't tell you about the vaccine damage funds. Queensland Chief Health Officer Jeanette Young on Tuesday said the government will only grant flu shot exemptions to players on medical grounds. Wait a minute. Well, that uh, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. At all. Right. She, she stated, personal beliefs and ethical concerns are not covered. <laughs> How can ethical concern not be a concern? <laughs> what? Um, the Titans duo have not, but, but but beliefs must be included because if it's an untested vaccine, then about a future possible flu, then that's a belief in itself. Madness. The Titans duo have not trained with the NRL squad since the Queensland government held firm on a no-jab, no-play policy. Yes. Um, which was promised in the game's biosecurity guidelines. Oh, wow, we've got biosecurity guidelines now if you want to play sport. That's just fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Well done, everybody. Well done, everybody. But it's okay, because we're going to give everyone an application in their phone, whether they like it or not, um, which you won't be able to turn off, whether you like it or not. Uh, they tell you you'll be able to turn it off, but you actually won't, because if you if you read the actual details, it, you can't actually turn it off. Because every time you turn it off, and you've already downloaded it, the government will turn it back on again. But, um, but that's okay, right? Because it's all for your own benefit, really. They wouldn't take your data and share it with other people of, of course not of course not and it's all for your it's all for it's all for you right they're doing it all for you um you know i was thinking it would be nice if there was an application to track criminals wouldn't that be great if like people who had been to jail for like serious crimes you could get an app and it would tell you where they are so that you you, you know where to avoid or if there was some app that had like uh to, I don't know, dangerous or suspicious people or something on it. Because now, now, now everyone's under suspicion, right? Well, why not? And it's it, even people who haven't done anything wrong are under suspicion. Why not have an app that actually points out where the criminals are? Why not have an app that shows you how much companies are donating to government? How much people are getting for their jobs that shows you where the money is, is transferring. Why not get an app that shows all those connections between big tech and big pharma and big government so that everybody knows. But no, we have TikTok where we can watch the nurses dancing instead of doing their jobs. But hell, that's choice, right? Welcome to the free society. If you want to dance and make a video of yourself dancing, that's great. However, I suggest if you are overworked in your job, it's probably not the thing you should be doing in the hospital. There we go. You should not be dancing around. I mean, because I've had many jobs myself where I've been under stress and under pressure to do something. And when you're under stress and under pressure and you're, if you're on the front line of saving the world, basically, you should not be making little videos of yourself dancing around when people are dying. It doesn't 
equate to any sane or sensible response to reality. So, um, anyway, amongst the hundreds of uh, posts that I've seen about this recently, I've picked out this. Uh, I picked out this one from a newspaper, presumed COVID nineteen. Um, hmm. It's also interesting how most of the deaths are are elderly. Um, sad because you know, as you get older, you get weaker, and then the immune system is 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 not going to respond so well when people get sick and a lot of people are going to die of flu related symptoms anyway and of you know pre-existing problems because when you get older kind of everything fails one by one by one it's kind of hard for doctors to say what people have died of a lot of the time um, but they have to put something on the death certificates and what they're putting on the death certificates now essentially is uh, presumed presumed covid 19 presumed. So here's a story from the newspaper. Um, it's amazing that they actually printed this because uh, a lot of this stuff is getting filtered out of the media. It reads, my mother died last week in a care home at the age of 98. When my brother registered her death, as expected, the cause given was frailty due to old age. But he was surprised to see that the doctor certifying the death had added and presumed COVID-19, an inclusion that also shocked the home's manager. The day before our mother died, my brother was allowed to sit with her for an hour. His temperature was checked before he was admitted and there was no form of isolation and none of the hospital staff were wearing personal protective equipment. If doctors are attributing all deaths in care homes to COVID-19, I, I don't think they're doing all, but there's definitely a large number. It, oh, and also, the government mandated that old, older patients who have tested positive for COVID-19 be admitted to care homes. And then they denied it afterwards. They said, oh, we didn't say that, but it was in the original guidelines that the government put out. It actually stated that care homes must accept patients, elderly patients, even if they've tested positive for COVID, which is great because you want to put like a someone who's theoretically seriously sick with a group of people who already have pre-existing conditions and are ill, right? Because that makes perfect sense. huh? Um, anyway, if doctors are attributing all deaths in care homes to COVID-19, it reads, it makes a nonsense of any statistics and does great reputational damage to both individual care homes and to the care industry as a whole. Yes. And I stand by my comment of nurses shouldn't be dancing around making TikTok videos in hospitals when people are dying. It's sick. It's just really sick. Um, but then that's what this nation has turned into, isn't it? It's turned into a farce. People scared of each other when they go out, people paranoid, people looking out their windows and calling the police because, oh my gosh, people might be, they might be gathering somewhere, they might be talking, to, somebody might have a visitor in the flat next door, oh my God, would you believe it? The paranoia, the paranoia, right, you know, fed by the jealousy, 
and everything else. It's not a nation anymore. It's just it's just a farce. The people are scared. They've been scared by the government. They've been scared by the media. They've been scared by the news reports. They'll be scared every time they turn on the radio because the same information is repeated and repeated again and again and again and again and again and again and, again and hammered into people's heads. To be frightened. To be fearful. Because the mysterious enemy that's hidden under the bed is going to get you. It's, gonna, it's out there somewhere. Nobody knows. Even though there are examples of factories where hundreds of people are testing positive, but nobody has any symptoms of the disease at all, right? What's that about? Hmm? Seems to me we're just living in a giant Monty Python sketch. Parrot included. <laughs> right? Parrot included. But okay, it's okay. We don't need logic because we've got the media to tell us what's right and what's wrong and what's up and what's down and what's backwards and what's forwards. But don't worry, because when you can be forced to be injected with a substance by law, and the manufacturer of that substance is shielded from any legal liability, from damage resulting, well, that's grand, isn't it? What kind of system of justice is that, huh? What kind of system of justice is that, I ask you? Definitely not totalitarian. Is it? Hmm? Are we going backwards or forwards? <laughs> That's the question. That's the question. <laughs> Imagine complete liability. <sighs> anyway, to protect ourselves, we need to stay out of the sun, stay off the beach. At least according to some authorities. Anyway, according to ITV.com, it's not always like that. Um, officers in England have been urged to be aware of differences in legislation in Wales and Scotland. Why? 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 Why, if you're working in England, do you need to know what's happening in Scotland? Hmm. Particularly when patrolling towns and villages on the borders. Oh, okay. And encountering people traveling to outdoor spaces. Just let people travel. You know, when 15,000 people arrive in British airports every day and have done for six weeks and there were no checks at the airports. When 50,000 people use the channel tunnel on a daily basis and there are no checks and the citizens of the country have to be locked up in their homes unless they have a reasonable excuse. An excuse. Really, an excuse. What about a reason? Why couldn't you just have a reasonable reason? Or a good reason? <sighs> anyway, according to the new guidelines, travelling to outdoor spaces in Wales and Scotland for recreation may result in offences being committed. 
depending upon which jurisdiction you're in. You're not allowed to travel for recreation anymore. I'm sorry, we're the government. That's it. It's over. Go home. <sighs> Attention has also been drawn to the higher fines now imposed in England. £100! If you don't have a reasonable excuse. Reduced to 50 if paid within 14 days. Rising, oh that's the minimum, rising to a maximum of £3,200 if you offend a second time. Hurrah, because paying money solves all the problems, right? Nothing to do with quotas, of course. Nothing whatsoever. Human rights campaign group Liberty hit out at the decision to increase fixed penalty notices and claimed confusion caused by unclear messages from the government are a recipe for injustice. Well, that's true. It just it seems to be down to individual interpretation as far as I can work out. Um, you know, one man's excuse is another man's nightmare. But don't worry, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Nationalpulse.com reports the recipe for disaster. And I was just talking about this, actually, how... Governors demanded that COVID-19 patients be returned to nursing homes after being tested positive. So they knew these people were seriously sick. And this has happened in Britain as well. Um, and they forced care homes to take these sick people who were apparently infected with a deadly virus. It could kill everybody. Um, but they love you. It's okay. It's not death by design at all. Point is, government didn't manage to protect anybody, as usual. Um, of course, this was in New York City, um, where everything has been going wrong. The policy was later changed, but not before over 5,000 nursing home people had died. Well done, guys. You just killed off 5,000 people in nursing homes, theoretically. That's a quarter of the state's deaths. Nursing homes themselves were calling for more testing and personal protective equipment at the time to protect themselves and patients. Mac Mark Parkinson, unfortunate name, president and CEO of the American Healthcare Association, AHCA, and Dr. David Gifford, chief medical officer for AHCA, issued the following statement addressing state orders directing nursing homes to accept all possible, all yeah, possible, possible hospital, that's it, hospital patients in late March. Multiple states are considering adopting an order similar to what was issued in New York that require every nursing home to admit patients who have, who have not been tested. Yes. Yes. But the tests don't work anyway, do they? That's been proven. And they don't test for the, the virus. They test for a reaction to any coronavirus. Which leads us down another rabbit hole. Anyway, it's not good to mix the seriously ill with the highly vulnerable. Um, not good now. Not good. <laughs> Not good anywhere, anytime. Oh, oh well, don't worry, don't worry, it's fine. Um, BuzzFeed News reported that uh, reported a series of pictures that show what the brand new world is going to look like with social distancing in place. 
basically it looks like a giant bizarre game of chess. Um, which which is really what it is, actually. Um, um, you're going to have people that <laughs> you're going to have have people who want to have conversations with each other standing two meters apart wearing masks shouting at each other it's 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 completely insane it's absolutely impossible to have a conversation in that environment it, it's almost as if they don't want you to talk to people it's it's or at least it's turning individuals into soldiers robots or just i don't know non-thinking Automatons. Huh. LA Times reports, LA County now requires residents to wear face coverings whenever they go outside. Huh. Slave training is what, is what that is. If you can hear crunching and munching in the background, it's not, it, it's her over there. Crunching and munching. What are you eating? It, no, you, you, your mouth is so full that you can't actually tell me. Is that what you're, you're, you're eating or is that what you're calling me? Both, she says. Nuts. Nuts. Uh, LA County, um, the LA County order effective for all 10 million people who live in Los Angeles. That's like the size of to Scotland's, um, it's a bit less, but whatever, does not require mask wearing while, it, oh, you're not, you don't have to wear one while you're in your backyard or on a solitary run because, because yeah, wearing a mask is really practical when you're going for a run, of course. What could be more stupid when your body needs oxygen than wearing a mask that doesn't allow you to breathe properly? Um, insanity. Barbara Ferrer, director of the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health, said wearing face coverings protects other people from your germs because you're dirty in case you're infected and you don't realize it. She suggested wearing the face covering while you're in places with other people such as on a bus or a train while making an essential trip. Um, no more leisure and recreation, guys. It's all out the window. You'll only be allowed to move anywhere if it's deemed absolutely essential by the authorities. And in order for it to be deemed absolutely essential, you'll need to carry the app and pass the test. Yep. Carry the app and pass your test. Have you got it yet? Have you? Step by step, they creep, they creep forward. If you're all by yourself, you can put it on if you want to, but you're not required to. People who live together are also not required to wear masks whilst on a walk or a jog, which contradicts what she said earlier. Okay. Uh, more insanity. But basically what they're doing is setting people against people, making everybody paranoid, turning cities into war zones, make war zones, making people the target. APnews.com 
Judge clears Baltimore's planned aerial surveillance test. Now, this, you've got to read this carefully because, because they're telling you about something they did years ago, but they're bringing it up like it's like it's new. Under the six-month pilot program, up to three planes equipped with cameras will gather images of the city at a rate of one per second to help police investigate murders, non-fatal shootings, armed robberies, and carjackings. Of course, this has been rolled out under COVID, so they can check people are socially distancing. Weather permitting, the aircraft will fly at least 40 hours a week and cover 90% of the city, and you will always be surveilled at all points in time. As if there's not enough cameras already. The police department has defended the plan and how how is this going to help and why are they only using it with non-fatal shootings oh i guess a murder would be a fatal shooting i guess okay the, how can there be any crime at all with all the cameras that there is doesn't every street have a, like have at least one two three four five six seven eight nine ten cameras on it Everybody's got cameras in their phone. Every shop's got cameras pointing at the door. How can any crime at all occur? The police department has defended the plan as an opportunity to test a crime-fighting tactic as violent crime has continued in Maryland's largest city, even in the midst of a global pandemic. Yeah, because everyone's panicking. Philanthropic funds will cover the cost of the program. Uh -huh. <coughs> I'm quite sure. More than 300 people were killed in Baltimore in each of the past five years. 85 people have been killed in 2020 as of Friday morning. Uh, a tie compared with the same period last year. The area has also tallied 170 non-fatal shootings this year. Down 21 compared with the same time last year. My God. This technology was secretly tested in Baltimore in 2016. Hmm, that's key. Secretly tested, huh? Residents and top city officials were unaware of the police-approved test until the media revealed it. Yeah, they don't even know what's happening in their own towns. Clueless, completely clueless as to what is going on. And pe people are not going to be any more clued in when they have to spend more time inside and less time in the real world. When they're getting all their information second and third hand reports from the news which might or might not be true you don't know because the person who's reading the news wasn't there and it's been written by some professional who's using language that well it's designed to make you think a certain way really really what have we done? What have we done to the world? What is this doing to the kids? Have you asked yourself, what is this doing to the children? What kind of message is this giving to the children about the world? Right? What kind of world are they growing up in where they can't have contact with their friends and they're thinking it's normal? It's not right. It, it's... It, it borders on psychological abuse of children, what government is doing right now. It borders on it. Frederick Douglass wrote, It's easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. You know, I have to agree with him.
Right. We don't think we can hide the truth of the world from the kids. I think they automatically seem to understand what's going on anyway. <laughs> without without a lot of our input. <laughs> kids are fine. It's the adults that are broken, right? And who do we leave in charge of the kids? Have you seen those teachers making videos about what it's going to be like to return to schools? Hmm? Hmm? Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. It's an Orwellian world. It's an Orwellian world that we live in. U.S. clinics report a 400% rise in abortion requests since the beginning of the lockdown. It's an Orwellian world that we live within. Hmm. So how are you doing out there? You okay? You looking after yourself? You getting out? getting your air and your sunshine. How are you doing over there? You getting your work done? I sound creepy. I'm no more creepy than the news. I'm no more creepy than the fear porn pumped out every day to scare people shitless. Yeah. I'm no more creepy than the government-sponsored fake media websites that exist out there just to confuse people. Right. I'm no more creepy than vaccines that haven't been tested, but they're going to be used anyway. Right? I'm no more creepy than everyone should wear face masks, which don't work anyway. Right? Virtual insanity. That's what we've created. A world of virtual insanity and absolute paranoia. It's MK Ultra on steroids and everywhere you go the same words are repeated stay safe stay home stay safe stay home it's on every social media platform every time you scroll up or scroll down stay safe stay home it's in every newspaper it's in every magazine stay safe stay home it's on every news report stay safe stay home it's the subtext of every conversation, right? And what does this do when it's continually hammered into people's heads over months? Over months and months and months, right? It wears people down psychologically. It wears people down. Have you seen the increase in suicides? since the lockdown was introduced. You don't see people talking about that, right? What about the increase in cancer deaths from people who haven't been able to be screened, right? Hmm. Not cool, not good, not big, not clever. None of those things, none of those things. Solutions. 
solutions. What are the solutions? Stay healthy. Get out. Communicate with people. Research. Gather data and information. Check. Check with people how they're doing. Check in with people. So do that. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I wish you a good day. Remember to be aware of what's happening around about you. Hmm. And as always, as always, the final note remains the same. Remember to tell the ones you love that you love them. More soon. <laughs>